money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Woohoo! We're ready. Yeah, it's the beginning of August. You are now 50. I am now officially in my 51st year. Yes. yes. And you've been Happy birthday. sharing that the last, I don't know how many shows um, since, but yes, well, now we have no. reached that milestone. August 6th. And you know how much I love to celebrate. If you've been listening to the podcast at all, you know that like celebrating is high up on my, my list of things to do. So we've been celebrating the last month or so, which has been just fun. Yeah, we yeah. had a good... The, our son planned a great birthday surprise for you. He did. We went on a great American, great Vanoppen race. If you've watched the the, <laughs> the amazing race, it was Vanoppen amazing race. It was like playing race. Mr. Riven, though, really. Well, it, a it was a mix, yeah, but, but the amazing race has like challenges. And of course, we anyway, so um, if we you've played Mr. Monday. Riven, that is one of my favorite games in terms of um, video games. I don't play too many, but that is one that I have enjoyed playing over the years. You're so. a great problem solver. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so. we're here more than, uh, not more than enough. Let's talk money with Dave and Let's Reb, where we talk money. about the heart issues around money. Did you say that already? I did not. Yeah. So. We talked about the heart issues and today we're kind of, we're going to talk a cup about a couple of things because, uh, we haven't kind of given a COVID update or yeah. any of that stuff, uh, um, about, what we're thinking or what we're seeing or another um, COVID update from uh, somewhere else. <laughs> I right. You guys, I know everyone's tired of listening and uh, yeah. Yeah. We all want to bury our head in the sand at this point, but, but if you want to hear any of the podcasts through this 2020 sure. crazy year, you can go to more than enough.ca, chri.ca, not mine.ca. And they're there, your favorite podcasting platform. And um, we'd love you to give us feedback yeah. because we're always looking for that or questions. We have a Facebook live show today at 10 o'clock. And Fridays at 10. Fridays at 10. And um, we're just going to keep doing that until you don't want to see us anymore. But um, mm-hmm. we're just addressing some current issues that are coming out of some questions of this COVID-19 season for folks. And... Uh, yeah, it's just a bit of a different format than what we're doing with the podcast. So today, um, I'm going to read from Ecclesiastes 3. As we always, if you're new to us, we like to read some scripture at the beginning of the show. So mm-hmm. I thought it was, this is the one I was drawn to for this week. Mm-hmm. There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beautiful in its time. 
He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Yeah, lots in there. There's I mean, a lot, I know. And I, of course, I'm singing along, you know, uh, uh, because there's a song that references that as well. Um, but Are you, you going to sing for us this morning? No, I, I'm not going to sing this morning. So this is a show where we talk about the hard issues of money, not I know. listen to Dave's Dave singing. singing. Right? I, I, what I think, what this Ecclesiastes, the, the verse that, or the quote that I heard from Henry Nowen mm. has been ringing through my head the mm-hmm. last couple of weeks. We need to remind each other that the cup of sorrow is also the cup of joy, that precisely what causes sadness can become the fertile ground for gladness. And he also has said in his life when he lived that to drink the cup of life is to drink the cup of sorrow and the cup of joy mixed. And we have to learn that mm-hmm. it comes together. And, and we're experiencing both. There, mm-hmm. And in that Ecclesiastes passage, I sense the joy and the sorrow in each of those phrases, mm-hmm. a time to be born and a time to die. And interestingly enough, this past week, uh, friends of ours um, gave birth to a beautiful baby girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But we also lost a dear friend. Yeah, within, um, within a few days. Yeah, um, within a few yeah. days. And, and it, it that... That verse, a time to, and, be- and I'm sure if you're listening, you, you can you can identify with that. The, the the in a sense, a little bit the 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 paradox, the tugging of the heart in opposite directions, the the celebration of a, a new life coming in and healthy, and mom and baby are are great, and and there's so much promise and potential at the beginning of life, mm-hmm. and then you know, quite literally, a few days later, the, the pull to to grieving and to say. You know, here's a here's a, a great friend of ours who's lived a wonderful life, and and you know, and going, wow, we're gonna miss her. Like the the grieving on that side of it for for us, yeah, it's just, um, you know, the the time for the the time that tension of pulling in bo- both both directions. Maybe that's why I was drawn to these verses <laughs> today. But there's also, you know. It, it doesn't take much for us to see the grief and the sorrow mm-hmm. in the world. I mean, what's just happened in Lebanon this week, mm-hmm. um, you know, we want to talk about that currently, you know, that, I mean, we're recording this on Wednesday, so you're hearing it Friday morning. I don't know what's going to transpire as we speak. Mm-hmm. They don't really know what happened or I ha- I didn't go in and read whether they know how the fire and the explosion mm-hmm. happened, but that's a a devastation in the midst of a pandemic when hospitals are full, there's just, mm-hmm. you know, there's more trouble. And I guess, you know, our, our desire in this season to be even on the radio for David and I has been to encourage you and to keep um, encouraging you to pick up hope. That, yeah. that is one word that I started 2020 with, <laughs> you know, the Lord was, has been really urging me all along from January 1st, pick up hope every mm-hmm. day. If you don't pick up hope, you're going to be given to your love growing cold. Mm-hmm. So to pick up hope so that our love doesn't grow cold. And how do we do that when we see so much sorrow, when we have such a great loss in our lives, personally, uh, friends, mm-hmm. you know, as you know, You've heard guys have heard me talk about this already all year long. I've I've lost enough people in the last two years to like for a lifetime. So, <laughs> but but yet it is a time to be born and a time to die. And how do you drink the cup of joy? How do you know that the very place of your sorrow is a, a fertile ground for seeds to flourish? Like how do we live that way? How do we pick up hope um, when there's you know, there's, there's lots of things happening. You, you may have lost your job. You may mm-hmm. 
be uncertain. Uh, in a few weeks, we're going to have uh, Natalie Rowe uh, give some encouragement on how to career transition in this season. So you're going to want to listen for that. Um, but I mean, I, I think one of the, the, the big phrase uh, that uh, in looking at this particular passage in the context of our finances and saying, you know, there, there, there's a know what season you're in. So there, there's one, in a sense, an acquiescing to say, and I'm going to use the, 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 a little bit the picture of when, when, when we're, we're transitioning homes, when there's change from one home, so you've bought a new home, you know, there's a whole bunch, there's a big process there that just, we just acquiesce to. We go, I have to pack the boxes. I have to, you know, we, we have to reorganize stuff because we made a decision and, and some, hopefully you're, you're making the decision and not forced, somebody's forcing you to make the decision. But there's an acquiescing to, okay, we're, we're going to change locations. We're actually going to live in a different place. And that means, like I said, there's a process there. There's packing boxes. There's, there's things that you are doing that you, in a sense, know the season you're in. And, and you just give in to that season. That, that, but there's also this anticipation or this, this joy of the destination is the next home. The destination, we made this decision to get to the destination. So I know the process may be uncomfortable. I, may, I know the process may, may be um, difficult. I know the process may be not where I want to stay very long, or maybe you do want to stay. Uh, but the reality is, is, as we move from this season to season to season to season, then we got to know what season are we in. Maybe, maybe we'll have an idea of the next season. And But I love that that verse says, but God knows that in a sense, the end result is beauty. And no matter the seasons, no matter mm-hmm. where we're at, the Lord's, uh, he, the writer says that God's going to bring beauty out of all of these seasons. And we, we need, and uh, again, in our finances, when we experience difficulty and hardship, it allows us to appreciate the, the, the ability to go get groceries. If you've, if you're, you're, you're like us and you've, you've had that season where you're looking at the cupboard and you're wondering where the next meal is going to come from. And that's part of your history. It's part of your, your story, your money story. And today you can actually look back at it and say, wow, look at how God provided. And, and, and we can take joy and we can take beauty out of that, that looking back and that reflection. So today, you know, we're in a season uh, and we hear this all the time, you know, COVID, this is unprecedented. We don't, we've never been here before economically as a, as a country. Uh, most of us have never had to wear masks uh, on a regular basis. That, that's a new uh, thing. You know, there's, there's all kinds of things within this season that in a lot of ways, we just want to acquiesce to, you know, you just have to say, okay, this is the season we're in and we are going to do some of these things that need to be done. Well, and can I get goes back to that quote that I read about Henry, what Henry now and said, can we, can we experience the sadness or mm-hmm. the uncertainties and knowing that it will become fertile ground for, for our lives. 
and and and, that, I, and and that I'm not saying we don't say these things glibly. We and, and I think I just was I, when you wrote when you said that the scripture you know unless a seed falls to the, the ground, ground and, and dies. dies then, then there's no fruit. And, and so, you know, in these seasons, some of these things are uncomfortable and they're hard and they're difficult. And, and we certainly, I mean, we've experienced that in our own journey around money that it, it you know, it is not all bonbons and roses, right? <laughs> certainly but isn't. The, the time that, I, you know, <laughs> that I maybe give you some roses, you sure appreciate them oh, because you, you go, okay, wait a minute, I'm not getting these, you know. So, so the reality but, is, is uh, yeah, that I is mean, the fertile ground. There is. And, and can we encourage one another in this season that there is fertile ground that is going to come out of this as we make good choices and as we uh, rely on one another, as we lament and mourn and weep. Of course we are lamenting and mourning and weep. There is a time to weep mm-hmm. and there's a time to laugh. And sometimes we weep over our financial mm-hmm. situation. And I was, and, you know, this is a, a, a little bit funny, I guess, in my own mind. We'll see how it comes out <laughs> my mouth. But, you know, that, that idea that fertile ground stinks. Right. Well, it, oh, there right. it is. Yeah, you there's, you, there's you smiled. So yeah, you know, know. fertile ground stinks. The... And so you're going, okay, wait a minute. But when we're spreading manure on the garden, you know, using that metaphor, we just acquiesce to the smell. We might put something on our nose, but the reality is we expect fertile ground to stink for the most part. If you've <laughs> ever opened the compost bin, I get that job. Yes. It's okay. nasty. The right? compost bin, yes. But I yeah. know there's something good going on in there. Yes. Like that's the fert that's fertilizer for yes. our garden. That makes things grow. But it is nasty. And it right? is hard and it is hard to keep the faith in knowing because you don't see yet what's gonna grow out of that compostable mm-hmm. fertile place. You, and you don't know. And and you know, we can take these metaphors all over well, the place, gonna- but 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 I guess we want to encourage you this day, you know, know the season you're in um, and remember that in the places of our sorrow and difficulty, to, we need each other to persevere, to speak mm-hmm. a good word in season. You know, Isaiah says it, you know, you speak a good, you wake up to hear the word of the Lord to you so that you can go and speak a good word to those who are weary in season because some of us are weary and some days I'm weary some days David's weary and we just keep we and, just keep going and I want to encourage you um, because it's so key when we when we acquiesce when we know the season that you that 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 I'm in this is personal right so in our finances so often we want to compare our season to our neighbor's season yeah and and so if you're in a good season and you're like wow the finances are rolling and things are happening if you're in that season being in a sense being sensitive to going okay i know the season that i'm in but but maybe i can encourage somebody maybe i can i can speak a good word that's going to encourage them mm-hmm. um and if you're in a season where things are tough financially and you're if you're in a season where things are difficult then resisting the temptation to to look at your neighbor and say well how come they're they're that you know mm-hmm. like that's that's again knowing the season you're in and just saying okay so maybe i can use my neighbor is a bit of inspiration, 
but not moving to okay well i'm jealous of the season they're mm-hmm. in i'm jealous of the the that that again that's not with the mindset here that the the writer no, of ecclesiastes really is writing ta- it's really taking care of your own and looking at your own story and your own situation which which leads me that whole uh, comparison idea, but um, leads me to uh, an article I read this week um, in the National Post. And um, I'm going to use a word here um, that he, this man, his name is, uh, let me find it for a second. His name is Ted. Oh, yes. Ted Rechtstaffen. He's president uh, and wealth advisor at Tri-Delta Financial. He came up with a word called COVID-flecting, which literally means adjusting goals, values, and plans based on what we're experiencing today. So knowing the season you're in, in the midst of this pandemic climate um, uh, is really important. And he's made some observations. So like normally at this time of year, we're like, okay, back to school. How are you yeah. planning? How Like what activities are your kids doing? This year is a totally different level for that because not only are you looking to back to school, but he actually, in this article, which I'll um, put in the show notes today, he talks about 12 different areas he sees that people are considering in regards to changing their financial plans mm-hmm. and goals. Mm-hmm. So again, he calls it COVID-flecting. You know, you're reflecting. We were talking about already at the beginning here, you're reflecting on what season you're in. Don't mm-hmm. compare yourself to your neighbor. Let's be encouraged. Let's encourage one another. Um um, because we can have some fertile ground being created in this mm-hmm. season, no matter what season we're in. Um, but he's talking about specifically, let's reflect on what's happening in our life. And um, we may need to adjust our financial plans going forward because of uh, the pandemic. And he calls it COVID flecting, which is quite interesting. So um, again, I'll put that in the show notes today. But he picks 12 things, and we're going to talk about a few of them today. So um, he looks at, I'll give you an example. He says, okay, as we look at our financial goals, we're going to change our idea about how we're traveling. Mm-hmm. Because right now, you know, depending on who you are, you may not want to go out of the country. Right now, still, we can't go out of, out of Canada mm-hmm. to, to the States. You know, maybe we'll avoid certain countries. Maybe... This has cured us of ever wanting to go on a cruise ever again. I don't know. Um, So we're going to save some money that way. Maybe we're going to travel locally. Maybe we're going to become, you know, uh, just as consumers. How are we changing how our buying habits? And I I think he he actually ends the, the a little bit the article with the question that I think we should have at the beginning here. Because the question that he ends the article, he says, and how much do I need? And, and let's reflect on our personal lifestyle and the lifestyle. Again, what have we, you know, we've been kind of trudging along and, and, and growing our lifestyle and, make, you know, making decisions based on the assumption that, you know, things are going to get better and better and better, right? And, you know, just, just even a small thing. And as he goes through the list, these things are great, great places to, to look and say an individual line item, should I consider this for my future, for my unique thing where I'm at? But I think the, the question he ends with, with, you know, 
should I even be considering a simple life, simpler lifestyle? Should I be changing like on a, you know, I'm living in a, a larger home. And the reality is, is and, and we, we see this outside of the context of COVID. We see parents who are, are, you know, empty nesters who, you know, have the bigger home. That's what they grew up their family with. And, and then they're saying, hmm, don't really need all this space. In fact, it's restrictive for my lifestyle because I'm spending so much time mowing the grass or I'm spending so much time, you know, cleaning the house when the reality is, is we could live in a relatively smaller, like let's simplify. So w we actually, in a lot of the coaching, we're at, we're, we're, we're doing that, that, that discussion. But I think, you know, starting with that end question is how much do I actually need in this new kind of new context like it's opened our eyes to do we really need to go out for dinner three times a week well then and then yeah. and of course then you plan accordingly but mm -hmm. he mentions not so i mentioned travel you're you flip to the big question of how much do i need but he um I, again i want to go back to some of the things that he mentioned specifically he wants to look at um, how do I support others in my giving? Mm -hmm. So if you have some family members, perhaps that are, are losing income and it's not because they're, you know, they're lazy or anything like that. How can you support or do you support? And is that going to become a line item now in your finances? How do you support people who need um, maybe groceries or help with their rent or their mortgage? Can you do that? Um, so that's, yeah. And I mean, I, I want to jump in with a quick story there. Um, just because it's, it's right here. And, oh, yes. and, you know, we, I was speaking with a, with a client a week and a half ago or, or so. And, and, um, she's, she's an esthetician. So her income has been interrupted and, and, uh, one of her clients just phoned her up and said, listen, you've been on my heart. Um, we know that you're you haven't been adequately employed during this season we want to send some money your way is kind of that okay mm -hmm. and and going this is exactly you know somebody has re has looked at this you know their line item and said we have extra cash for whatever reason i i don't know much more of the story than that except to say it was beautiful because there was somebody who had more than they needed and they were intentionally looking to who who do I appreciate that I know they're probably not going to ask, but I know that they need the help. And mm -hmm. and that that was the sense of that story. And I just it just blows me away to, to there there needs to be more of that in that in this season. And maybe that's you. Maybe you're the one who said, well, like I've never had so much money in the bank account, and and. This COVID season's been a boon for us because it has been for for a but, certain. But now you're changing your plans and your goals, and you're thinking, how can I help people intentionally who are struggling financially at this time? And we've said it before on this show. We believe that sharing what we have, as little or as large, is going to be key to going forward in this season. Share, just sharing um, is going to help us move forward together mm -hmm. as community, mm -hmm. uh, in, as Canadians. Um, the other one, you know, uh, he mentions pets, you know, um, before we held off on pets because there's extra responsibility or we wanted to travel. Well, now, you know, we're at home and they do say there's a lot of puppy buying uh, that's happened the last few months. Uh, so, you know, pets becomes a line item. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds funny, but, you know, so you've got travel, you've got pets, you've got supporting others. Um, um, taxes. So here's another thing. Should we be knowing that the government is 
it's likely our taxes are going to increase by how much and should we already, for those of us who can, be starting to put away pay more tax for we know we're going to pay more taxes or more taxes well, are going to be taken from I, our, I was just gonna say our that, income <laughs> so we're going to need you don't a have bigger, a choice an right? ama- b- bigger emergency cushion so we're going to be putting more money away because more of our income is going to be going to the government to pay for the billions of dollars i don't know what it is now you like weeks ago it was 343 billion i don't know what the it is now but we have to know, and you know that's some wisdom. Yeah, you know, and and is that one thing that we're going to have and to change our, in our planning? Our again, as we look at these line items, to just uh, live in live in the reality. No, no, you know, know where you're the the season you're in, and so you're you know that's where we started the show, and just saying, listen, we're in a season where. We don't have to, it doesn't take a real rocket science scientist to know that there is going to be a tax implication to mm-hmm. all the spending that's gone on in, by the government in the last six months. We're not sure what it's going to look like, but the reality is, is we need to prepare for that. And what does that look like? Right. Um, and some of these things are a plus minus, you know, okay, I'm not going to travel so much. But then I add a pet to our house, right? You know, I know, right, or, right, yes. You know, I'm, uh, you know, I, you know, I see the need to that to my parents. You know, this season has made it plainly obvious that my parents need to come live with us. Well, that again can be a plus minus. Maybe your parents, you have the opportunity or the space or whatever, and and the parents can move in, and that could be a plus. Well, but even and depending on the age you're at, you're thinking about how do I. How how am I going to do this as I, you know, in the next 10 or 15 years, do I need to move in with my family mm-hmm. and are they open to that? Will that save us money? There's just some really, I mean, and, and the and, other and, is true. I just want to go to family because again, we've got a, a demographic of a, a number of young people who are either underemployed or not employed. And so those young people may end up back at, at our homes as parents saying, listen, I need six months or a year of recovery because I did lose my job and I don't know what I'm doing next. And I do have student loans. And and, and, and you and I can say that, honestly, we've said to our own adult kids who are out of the house, absolutely. what's what's coming may require you to move back home with us. And no, we haven't changed the rooms. And no, we haven't no, no, we haven't done yet. that yet. But I mean, we have a big enough house that can so, happen. So but, kids, if you're listening uh, <laughs> and, and you're, you're not out, like it's not like we're inviting you back. No, but, but but at the same time, we have to be prepared for what's happening and, and yeah. what the possibilities might be and how we have to help one another. And um, I guess the last one that I'll mention now and um, just, I mean, he we didn't touch on all the things he mentions, but work in general. Do you mm-hmm. keep doing what you're doing today? Is your industry falling apart? Do you have a different option? Do you want to retire early and enjoy life? Goes back to that question. Can I live off less than I ever thought I would? And that might change my decisions about retirement, um, selling my house, how I'm going to live. And, you know, these are really great questions to think in this season. You know, I, and we've said it, we said it many times with many guests, actually, over the last few months, you take that 300,000 foot level over your finances and over these different areas. And you may want to go back to your financial plan or your, or your advisor, or for in, in some of our cases, a coach, what we do at more than enough, you know, like let's answer some of these questions and consider some of these things mm-hmm. that maybe we weren't considering six months ago because we weren't in this situation. And now we are. And um, we just want to, we're just throwing this out to you today. You know, 
What season are you in? Yeah. Um, we want to be reflecting and as this gentleman says, COVID flecting and maybe changing some of the plans that we were heading in one direction. And now we're seeing, you know what? Life is, is short mm-hmm. and we may want to invest more in people mm-hmm. instead of our ourselves and give to the community, share what we have, live simpler. Those are all kinds of ideas that um, we want to put before you today. So, Lord, we just, uh, you know, as, as Reb was just talking, I just want to ask you for wisdom. Uh, again, we recognize uh, even more so, I think, than ever before that we don't know what the future holds. We don't know what tomorrow holds, but we do know that you hold tomorrow. And so we can come before you and just say, Lord, in all of this uh, discussion today, uh, give us wisdom on on what the next step is, what, what, uh, what we need to address and what we can leave for another season. And so, Lord, we thank you for that in Christ's name. Amen. All right. Well, next week, we're going to be talking money again. And we hope and pray that you'll join us. See you next week. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.